foundations. Does anyone recognize this uh, picture? Was anybody there? Nobody's admitting that they were part of the foundation of this church. I'm sure some of uh, you were there. Uh, Paul, in the New Testament letter that uh, was read by Alison to us, was talking about foundations. And uh, this is the what we call the lectionary reading for today. So we're sharing uh, the Old Testament and the New Testament passages with uh, many other churches today. And we thought last week uh, about another part of where Paul was writing to uh, the church in Corinth, this new church in a very challenging situation. And this again uh, in our New Testament uh, reading is him talking to the church. And you can see why foundations would be important uh, when you're starting a new church, not just the building, but the people. Uh, and then something gets built, doesn't it, uh, on uh, the foundation. And I think this is a rather impressive uh, picture. And uh, there it goes on. And we don't need a slide of the rest of it because we're in it. So foundations and building. One of the songs that we sometimes sing here is about building a church together uh, building a church. And this has a lot to do with every single person in the church. And I think it's really important uh, that we think about a couple of things uh, today as we think about this foundation and this building. One is obviously for uh, Justin and Rachel and Timothy. As parents, what foundations do we lay? It's a, it's a fantastic thought to think that people's lives, uh, little people and bigger people, uh, are built upon something that is secure. And that's such a blessing uh, to be able to take part in that dedication as Justin and Rachel dedicated themselves to laying out a foundation for life. This is really crucial, and then how that is built up. So we can think about that. But we can also think, uh, as we think about um, building and uh, where we're going as a church, uh, we can think about the fact that we've had our series thinking about what each person's gifts are within the church, how we can bring something to the building, to the building that is the people, how we can build and continue to build uh, something good here in Camborne, just as Paul was encouraging that church in Corinth, that early church, that first century church, uh, to think about the foundation and to think about the building. And uh, what I want to say to us is really very simple. There is one foundation, and that foundation is Jesus Christ. You know, okay, we know that, don't we? But it's really interesting to think about ourselves as a multi-denominational church, because we could easily get into the different traditions, couldn't we? And say, what kind of church do we really want? There's lots of options. We could be a fundamental church. We could be a liturgical church. We could be a radical church. We could be a moderate church. We could be a denomination, and we've got four of them to choose from. We could be mainline. We could be a church with videos. We could be a church with snare drums. You know, you can go on and on, couldn't you, about what kind of church. There's lots of options, but actually, what is it that really matters? What is it that holds us together as people from many different backgrounds, many different traditions? 
It's exactly what Paul was saying to the church in Corinth. What holds us together is that we want to build a church on Jesus Christ. We want him to be the foundation. And Paul is pretty strong about this. He says, no other foundation can anyone lay. Perhaps some people are trying, but he says, don't do it. Don't go there. Don't go that way. Build on Jesus Christ. What it means to follow Jesus Christ. Now some people think, ah, you know, that's limiting, isn't it? You're, you're just saying Jesus and follow Jesus. Isn't it limiting? I would say no. This, this is big. This is a story that goes right through 20 centuries of people in so many different cultures, so many different contexts who have followed Jesus. And today the world is a world in which the church exists in every country. Sometimes we couldn't exactly say that. I think of a country like Albania, where I, I know several people from Albania, and they couldn't have said that a few years ago, that the church existed in Albania. It had been destroyed by people who wanted a different kind of foundation. They wanted the foundation of atheism to rule that country. But actually, that foundation collapsed. I was with Janice in, in Berlin a few weeks after the Berlin Wall came down. And you think, wow, all this huge structure that had been set up on the basis of there is no God. And it all came tumbling down. And so we can say that around the world today, people are building on Jesus Christ. And that really is something exciting for me. And I hope that all of us realize that here in this one local church, we're part of this very big church. And Paul says... If you build, if you build well, if you build on the foundation, one or two things happen. One is, there's a reward, there's a prize. And sometimes we think, oh, well, you know, why do we think about reward? But actually, let's go back to, to Timothy at the very beginning of his life. What's the reward for Justin and Rachel as they think about how they're going to build in Timothy's life. The reward is what Timothy will be. So there is a reward. There is something that is worth doing. We can see it later. And so let's invest ourselves in something that, as we've been singing recently in our song, something that will last forever. Yes? That's what we've been singing. Let's do that. Let's invest in that. Let's put something into it. And the reward will be what we see emerging here in this congregation, here in Camborne. We will see something of that reward. But Paul, also speaking to the church in Corinth, doesn't get too rose-tinted spectacly, if that's the right way of putting it. Um, he says there's going to be a testing as well. There will be times of testing. He calls it a day. And some people would think this is the day that comes at the very end, the day of judgment. But it could be any day that comes along that really tests us, a day of crisis. And he says in that day, what we're really doing will be seen. Have we been building well? Have we been building with the things that will last forever? Or have we been wasting a bit of time on other things? He says this is the time of crisis that really tests what we've been doing. 
in our lives, in our communities. And I can look back at my advanced age uh, on crises, crises that have come uh, to friends, to family, to churches, crises that are really testing. And what does Paul say? Well, he says, it's like a fire which comes along. And what lasts at the end? And I've seen times of pressure when you think, is anything going to last? But actually people come through. And why do they come through? Often it's because of those around them. So as Peter said for our dedication, we are, what was it? The godparents? Yeah. So so this is the way in which we get through things by others around us, by being part of that bonded community. That's very important when the testing comes. And Paul even says, sometimes things will be burned up. Sometimes things won't last that we thought were important. But that's in itself an opportunity. Sometimes we need to just start again, having realized that some things we thought were important are actually not so important. And so we reprioritize. And Paul talks about how this building can then take place again. And our Old Testament passage, uh, the book of Leviticus, you know, it sounds a little bit obscure, doesn't it, even to announce the book of Leviticus. But what a great passage. That passage about uh, the community of God's people being holy, uh, being forgiving, being caring about this field in which something good is growing. That's what Leviticus was telling us in our reading. And Paul also talks about the image, an image from the Old Testament, the image of the temple as a holy place. And you think this is what he was saying to that church in Corinth, which had all kinds of problems and difficulties and things that they had got wrong. And he said, you guys, you're the temple. You're the place where God is. You're the place where the Holy Spirit is at work. Fantastic vision. Fantastic challenge. So this morning, with all that's been happening, let's draw together as a, as a community. Let's realize the wonderful thing it is to be part uh, of a community, from the youngest to the oldest. Let's also... Bear in mind from our New Testament reading that Paul speaks about how in this community there is a whole lot of wisdom that we can draw from. So I know when Janice and I had uh, our first uh, daughter, we were part of, of a community where there were families around us and they were just so helpful with us in our kind of ignorance, or me and my ignorance anyway, I think Janice had pretty good idea of what was going on, but I was pretty clueless. And, um, uh, and yet we had this community of people around, helping us, supporting us, guiding us. And that's been such a, a blessing to, uh, to me and to us in our lives. So this morning, what's the message? Jesus Christ is the foundation. He is secure. He is worth putting our whole weight upon. He is trustworthy. This is the good foundation. And on, as we read in another part of the New Testament, on 
the rock of Christ and the confession of Christ, the church, is built. We're part of that. Yes? And uh, today I want to say for me to belong to Christ and to have a community of people who care uh, is the greatest the greatest part of what it means to me to live well. And I'm thankful that as a community this morning we welcome in Timothy. It reminds us, as we will be reminded uh, as we hear the next song, uh, that God's grace and faithfulness goes on from generation to generation. Amen.